This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. In episode number 33, you heard from Alex Moore and how an HGTV negotiator launched a $3.5 million annual recurring revenue email productivity SaaS company, and he keeps something a secret. Okay, our guest today is Neville Medora, and I'll tell you what, this guy writes some of the most amazing email copy I've ever seen. I'm on his list just to watch what he writes. He is the founder and CEO, I'd say more founder, of copywritingcourse.com. That's with a K on both copywritingandcourse.com. He blogs at NevBlog and is also super active on the AppSumo team down there in Austin. He's also a self-described greedy Indian. Neville, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm totally ready to take you to the top. <laughs> you have to compliment me in this intro, right? You can't be mean to me. I just, to- I just, I mean, I just talk shit about you. I said you're a greedy Indian. <laughs> that is that a that's a compliment. Is that a- <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I love that. Well, well, look, you and I have kind of been back and forth over the years, and again, uh, you know, I sent you. I, I, I take what you send out on emails. I try it out. I love the idea you had for your Nev boxes because you're attaching physical goods. I got into the boron letters because you recommended it, and I highly recommend that to everyone. The top tribe oh, yeah. listening. Are you going to make the Nate box? Nate box? Yes, I decided. No, no, I didn't actually make it though. I just wanted to practice putting the landing page together on the copy. Duh, landing page. That's easy. Just, just say why people should buy it. That's but, it. And, then, and then boom, you're done. So, dude, yeah. Neville, did I, did I miss anything besides? I mean, copywriting course, Nevblog, and the AppSumo stuff. Those are your main kind of your main focal points. Yeah, right? Nevblog was the first financial blog on the web. It's, it's since turned into more like a personal blog, but you can still see some of my stuff, like homeless experiment where I went homeless to see what would happen, stuff like that. Copywriting course is the main business blog. That is the number one focus. I'm growing the email list all year. Um, We're at 21,000 people. Let's see how far I can get whenever uh, people listen to this. And then AppSumo, I help out whenever needed. I hang out with my Jewish friend Noah all the time. I had no idea. Nothing about him told me that he's Jewish. <laughs> I mean, the, the Jufro, the greediness, the mom. Yeah, nothing. No, none of that. None of, no red flags there. I didn't know Jews. Why, why did Jews like tacos? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I, feel, I always wonder if, if, if Noah just said, you know what? I need a cool obsession to write about and build a brand around. So I'm going to become obsessed with tacos. No, he actually is obsessed with tacos. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask him about all that. It's in episode number 28. I'm going to just fire all these questions at him. So that'll be cool. Okay. Let's, right, let's focus. Go. Let's focus back on you, though. So, copywriting course. Building the email list, 21,000 folks, help people, uh, 21,000 on the email list. What is copywriting course? What are people buying and how much does it cost? Well, here's the thing. I'm just focusing on building the email list. People are like, what about revenue and stuff? I'm like, no, just the email list. And the funny thing is when I focus on the email list and just growing that, the revenue and all that other stuff just kind of takes care of itself. I wish I knew this a long time ago. That's that's kind of a stupid thing. I wish I knew a long time ago. Just focus on that one thing and everything else kind of works out. Um, so copywriting course is basically teaching people how to do copywriting, right? So you say you read my emails. Well, there's a lot of people with autoresponders and that send emails out to their list, including me back in the day. 
and they get no response or no sales from them. But if you write good copy, meaning stuff that people are actually interested in and in a way that makes them want to buy something eventually, then you can really dramatically increase the amount of money you bring in from your email list. So back in the day, I used to own an e-commerce business. I had 7,500 people on an email list, which is by any means a lot of people. Those are all previous What was that e-commerce business? What was the name? That was houseofrave.com. I no longer own it as of October, 2011, but it still exists, Did I you, think. What'd you do, sell it? it? Yeah, it was the largest online rave company. So I sold light up and rave stuff and I've never been to a rave in my life, which is funny. Um, but basically I would send out emails for that and I would get no responses to the email and maybe like 20 bucks in profit or 40 bucks in profit. Meanwhile, it costs $80 a month to keep the email service. When I started learning about copywriting, the very first email I sent out got 120 orders within the first two hours of sending that email. And how and many people, so you sent it out to 7,500 people and 120 people bought? Within the first two hours, I, I ran out of stock of the product and had to like what, stop what, the promotion. What was the price point out of curiosity? It was, it was for these small things. I had already done the exact same price point. It was like $2 and something cents for a pack of finger lights, uh-huh. but I was selling multiple of them. And so the average order was buying like 20 or 50 of them. Jeez. Um, whereas in the past, people were just buying like two sets or something like that. What'd you do? Convince and people it, they had 50 sets of hands? No, no, no. I actually, I actually convinced people that like these, these lights are not, they were finger lights. They're not just for like ravers on drugs dancing on a dance floor. That's what I thought they were for. I, really, that's what I thought they were for. But what I realized with uh, all our customer service was that uh, plumbers would buy them because they needed like lights on their hands to go into like, no, you're, I don't, be, I don't believe that for two seconds. Are no, you no, serious? Probably, you can, you can, you can go online and look at the actual email I sent. And I promise there was a plumbing company that bought like a hundred sets. And I was like, why are, is like Acme plumbing or whatever it was called in Minnesota buying these lights? Okay. I want to link Neville. Can I link to that email in the show notes so people can go read it? Yeah, the, if you if you type in Nev blog quick sell experiment, it's password protected now, but the password is giggity, G I G G I T Y. Of course that it is. You greedy Indian. Of course it's giggity. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There's no email sign up or anything on it. You can just link the you can copy the PDF and send it out. I don't really care. So interesting. I'll tell you what, if a plumber came into my house with light up fingers, I'd kick him out like super fast, uh wondering what his intentions <laughs> were. Anyways, um okay, so 7500 emails, 120 orders, your first email, $2 price point for these finger light up things that was house of rave.com you sold back in 2009 how much did you sell it for uh i can't say that what's a range it was it was more like a takeover thing it wasn't even really a sale i actually sold it to one of my competitors uh, and he paid me like percentage plus a, uh, an amount every month for uh 24 months so that's called just for the top tribe listening and i know a lot of you guys listening are students that want to become entrepreneurs or bloggers that are looking to build a business like peter Schaller did in episode number three or like nev's uh, like neville's doing with his copywriting course but uh uh uh, that's basically the term for that's called an earnout. If you guys want to Google that and look up more about what is that's it? about, shit, I don't even know that. Uh, honestly, I had no. Well, it's idea a rev what share, was- right, Neville? I mean, a rev share or earnout or something. Yeah, I think it was like a rev share. We kind of had like a gentleman's agreement almost. I originally tried selling it on like Biz Buy Sell, and I also got a broker. And honestly, the people that were going to take it over, it, it, the, the price range of that, what, what, they were going to like basically spend their entire four hundred one k to buy this business. And these people that I was talking to had no idea what they were doing. Jeez. And they thought like they just buy it and they're just going to make their money back on their retirement. And I was like, 
guys, you are going to lose your money like that. if you don't. Yeah, if you don't know anything, if you don't know what a DNS address is and how to transfer that over, you are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> like you are going to get killed by Amazon and stuff. And so I just I couldn't do it because I knew I was going to get sued if I su- uh, sold it to one of these guys. So I sold it to one of my competitors who wanted to take over all the traffic and he monetized it and cool. all that kind of stuff. And then then yeah. you switched. Was it in two thousand nine? You switched to the Nev blog and then sometime later to copywriting course. Netblog was just a personal blog. I never meant for anyone to read it, but a lot of people started reading it. Actually, the reason I saw it was- Doesn't that bug you? Doesn't that bug you when you write great content and you don't want anyone to read it and all these people didn't want to read it and then they ask you about all this other shit you don't care about? (laughs) I originally kept it because I had all these little side projects on. This is for the people just getting started. I had all these little side projects, like a ton of them, literally 10 going at a time. I'm not kidding because I had- Name name two of them, name two of them. Uh, so Resumite was one of my early ones. And then Palm Report. I owned a palm reading business. I didn't even believe in palm reading. <laughs> but I had this really awesome palm reading business that actually helped people. Um, that, that's a whole nother story. But that was just that was just two of them. There were so many different ones. And so I would I would develop all the, oh, Fancy Blog. I remember that was one of my favorite names I ever came up with, fancyblog.com. <laughs> and so so there, there's all these different little businesses. And um I don't even remember the point, but basically I started a bunch of stuff and Nevblog was just a way to keep track of the money I made um, online in like chronological order because there, there wasn't any Google Docs and stuff in those days. So you like pioneered the monthly income report. I was the like the first financial blogger I ever know of. Like I started really far back and no one was publicly listing their income and also telling like it, there's this whole like group of financial bloggers that now does it. There's even a conference about it, FinCon that I go to. Yeah, but um, no one was doing it back in the day and releasing who they were. It was all like under pseudonyms and stuff like oh, that. I love that. I love that. In fact, we, you know, I get listeners writing me all the time, and, and beta listeners are, are they they describe the show almost as an audio income report. So you have to keep me honest. If you think I'm doing a shitty job, I want you to call me up and go, Nathan. Listen, I pioneered this like financial stuff online, and like you don't, you, you can't have that title. Well, it doesn't you know, work. You know why I don't do it anymore, right? Why, why I don't. Re- income because after a certain point you're basically just fending off all the copycats like i really thought i was doing the world a service that whenever i start i started like a, a little site called facebookprofile.com that i don't know what's happened to it since but it, it got popular really fast back in the day because it was like catching the wave of facebook yeah and i basically put how i did it how i got it designed i literally gave the specs that i used to send to the outsourcer on elance or whatever service i used at the time rentacoder.com or something and everyone copied it. And I was kind of like, dude, I'm trying to show people what to do. Like, don't just copy me. Like, take it's this crazy. and do it for something else. Yeah. But there was always a percentage of people that were like, oh, he's making this much money. I'll make half as much money if I just copy him and use no creativity. You know, no and one, so no, did you, did you, did you shut him down? Did you sue him? What'd you do? I mean, there's not much you can do sometimes, you know, like there's some guy in Canada, you're only making a couple hundred bucks a month. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. But it's a super pain in the ass whenever I would show everyone being like, hey, this is how I did it. It would help a lot of people, but there'd be this little pissant group that would just copy everything I do, which I guess you got to expect if you release your numbers and all the stuff on how to do it, the blueprint on how to do it. Yeah. I'll never forget early on when we were at at Heyo, we, when I went on Andrew Warner's Mixergy and I talked about some revenue numbers, literally four days afterwards when I was on freelancer and like odesk people are posting uh-huh. i need someone to help me bu- build a replica of heyo.com build heyo. Yeah, and i'm like exactly. and i'm like okay well they're saying it's 10 grand so you know what we did we started calling those people and selling them ten thousand dollar white label versions of heyo <laughs> it was great it was i didn't tell you know I, i've never Honestly, told people I, that but it works just even worth your time that's that's why i just i was just like you know what i, I can't keep doing this like if i keep getting copied like this this yep. doesn't happen 
That's why you don't see super successful entrepreneurs usually sharing the entire blueprint. They'll go on a, you'll hear Warren Buffett go on a podcast and stuff like that, or, or, or like an interview, but the whole story is never really revealed. It's little pieces of it, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, totally. Dude, I get it, man. If you are loving this episode, you will love episode number eight, where we talk to the head of strategy at GoPro, responsible for taking them from $300,000 a year in sales to $300 million in sales. And to celebrate the top tribe, I am giving you guys the chance to win a GoPro and my top three favorite business books. In order to win, simply text the word Nathan to 33. 33- Four 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 again N A T H A N to three three four 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 for your chance to win hundreds of dollars in prizes every week. The first one is a GoPro and my favorite business books. Well, listen, my my heart is pumping. I'm getting nervous because we're coming to my most favorite part of the show. I've never had a, an Indian as greedy as you on before, so I can't wait to hear how you answer. Do you know what time it is? It's nine thirty one a.m. No, dude, it's time for the famous five. All right. Oh, famous. What is this? The goddamn Price is Right? Oh my Dude, God. yes. Okay. The, you're entering famous Price is Right. Everyone. I hope. Hey. I, 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 that, that Pat Parker guy, though, he's not, uh, he's not reactive on that anymore, is he? It's Drew Carey. I, I, I don't, is this part of the interview? I don't this know. This is part of the interview. <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, I, 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 don't I, have I do TV, not. I dude. I'm, I'm under 50. I don't watch TV. <laughs> I do not want to be compared to Drew Carey. I think I'm significantly more attractive than him. So, um, anyways, number one, what is your, <laughs> what is your favorite business book? Uh, how to get rich by Felix Dennis, dude. I wanted you to say Gary Halpern stuff. Nate, um, but, but, but you, you said book. And honestly, that is still one of my favorite book, how to get rich by Felix Dennis. Okay. Fair Gary, enough. Gary Halpern stuff is great for copywriting. The boron letters chapters one through 25. You can download them online for free. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Boom. But, uh, uh, how to get rich by Felix Dennis. He's dead now, unfortunately, but it was an awesome, awesome, awesome book. Well, we, we tend to be able to get dead guests live on this podcast. So I'll reach out to him and see what we can do. Um, I'll link, <laughs> <laughs> I'll link to those in the show. I'm Felix Dennis. <laughs> I'll link, get a crack I love that. I'll link to those in the show notes. Number two, Neville, which CEO are you following or studying right now? Honestly, I'm building my email list and it happens to be one of my best friends, Noah Kagan. I mean, I, I was trying to think like when I wanted to build the email list, I was like, who, who's, who should I go for? And it's funny because like, you know, Jay Abraham and all those guys, yep. Jay Abraham calls Noah, Gary V, Gary V calls Noah for email list building. He's probably one of the best. Like, I mean, I don't know who else is better in the world. So yeah, right now for email list building, I'm going for Noah. Yeah, that's great. And you guys can listen into Noah's episode on the top on episode number 28, where we get into a lot of that stuff. Uh, number three, and you know what? It's great. It's great work. If you want something from Noah, the keys to his heart is easy. You just send him like two dozen tacos and you do it like every day until you taco deli gift certificates in Austin. He done, loves those. done. All right. Number three, what is your favorite online tool, Neville? Like Evernote. Um, I like these products. So I have a, a Chrome extension called Kill Newsfeed because I love Facebook and I use it all the time. And we use it for advertising. We use it for uh, messages. I, I update my copywriting page from there, all that kind of stuff. But I get addicted to the newsfeed. So I have a Chrome extension called Kill Newsfeed. There's one also called Newsfeed Eradicator. I don't know if it works on PC, Mac, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but it's for Chrome and it basically lets you open up Facebook, but it doesn't show the newsfeed. And Facebook is not that addictive without the newsfeed. Uh. That is super awesome. And then self-control for Mac. It's a, it's a free app called self-control. It'll nuke certain sites. So Reddit, CNN, and uh, dig.com are my uh, downfalls of productivity. And so I'll nuke them whenever I want to be productive. And I'll hit 
R, it'll auto pop Reddit in my browser and it'll, it won't let me go there. It's awesome. That's really smart. We'll link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top. Okay, Neville, number four, yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Uh, roughly. Yeah, I think actually seven hours is my optimal time. Eight hours is a tad too much for me, but uh, seven hours. And if I get up right away and go for a walk or work out or something like that, I'm tired in the morning, but then I, I wake up seven hours is about right. All right, cool. Now, number five, I'm interrogating you real quick. How old are you? I'm 32. All right. If you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Uh, to keep trying stuff. Oh, uh, one thing, uh, one, keep trying stuff, which I did. And then also get rid of kind of like loserish friends and go for people who are doing bigger stuff than you. Like I feel poor around most of my friends and by any <laughs> definition, I'm probably not poor, but I'm definitely poor compared to a lot of my friends. And that keeps you going. Like you always feel like you need to strive for something more, which is a feeling you should probably always have until you're very old. So you heard it here first top tribe, make sure you keep yourself poor, or at least the feeling of being poor because of a, who you surround yourself with. Top Neville, tribe. Is that what you call it? Yeah, man. I, I actually did not give the name. They started calling themselves the top tribe. We had some people called call it tribers, toppers. I didn't like toppers because it sounded like a thing you bought from Walmart in the $1 little aisle that you spit on I your table. I thought you called it like the Latka listeners or something. No, like that. that's the dumbest thing. No, <laughs> I, that's ridiculous. Maybe you can come up with some interesting headline copy thing that's going to stick. But top tribe is working. People love it. There's thousands of people around the world. So it's great. Now, right, Neville. People are going to love this thing because you're down to earth. You're honest. You tell it like it is. Where can people connect with you or follow you online? Copywriting course, one place, copywritingcourse.com. That's copywriting with a K, course with a K.com. And sign up your email. That's my main thing. And yep. it's a pretty good email list, I promise. And you can unsubscribe anytime if you hate me. I am on it. I do not unsubscribe unless I just want to make Neville feel bad for a day. Then I resubscribe after I think I've accomplished my mission. But you guys should all go subscribe. I, I like unsubscribing honestly like with whitelisting and everything you want people to unsubscribe if they don't like you because you don't want them to spam you or anything totally so if it's not a good fit unsubscribe i, I unsubscribe to every email newsletter almost almost all of them because i'm not interested so yep. do it yeah. smart copywritingcourse.com we'll link to that in the show notes so from houseofrave.com where he was stealing money from plumbers in a totally ethical way to nevblog.com the first financial <laughs> blog online to copywriting course 21,000 people strong neville thank you for taking Taking us to the top, brother. Thank you, Nate listeners. <laughs> I hate that name. See you guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. See you. Coming up in the next episode tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Jeff Bullis, who's an Australian blogger. He, he went from 70,000 leads to making a lot of money. I'm going to walk you through how he makes that money. That's live tomorrow at 9 a.m. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies. 